Okay, good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome on this uh, very cold, dark um, January morning. Uh, hope you're all keeping well and you had a good weekend. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, so this, again, is our pre-market trade plan live session, which is which is our opportunity to do our analysis, um, determine where exactly we want to be looking for high probability trading opportunities in these markets. So looking at market fundamentals, looking at risk sentiment, and also looking at, at what the technical charts are, are giving us and what opportunities we we can potentially exploit over the course of the trading day. So it's an important sort of 15, 20 minutes. Um, so let's get straight into it. Then we'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning uh, currently up on screen. Good morning, everyone. Right. Okay. So all profitable traders, they need to consider uh, which markets to, to focus on. There's so many to choose from. Why, why are we choosing the markets that we're looking at? Uh, what are the reasons for um, opportunities in those markets? Where do we then want to enter these markets and exit? Hopefully you trade with a stop loss and you don't just um, sort of gamble when you're, when you're making decisions in these markets. Um, how to manage risk is an important feature and, and consideration. Trade management as well. Once the market moves in your favor, you know, are you able to, to make the right decisions on a consistent basis and trade and psychology, all important features, of course. Um, so you may have experienced a bit of nervousness over the course of the last week or so. Um, we've had a particular bias. Uh, all our analysis was, was saying that, you know, these, are, these markets are quite tentative. You know, we're not flushed with opportunity over the last week and week and a half, probably. Um, all eyes are, are now focusing on uh, the Fed this week. So there may be some opportunities between now and uh, going into uh, Wednesday's meeting. So we're going to look at that very carefully. Uh, and we're strong advocates. Those of you know, um, we are strong advocates of being consistent in our decision making. Uh, we don't want to be chopping and changing the kind of opportunities we look for. Um, that doesn't help you guys at all. So consistency in your decision-making, accuracy with the levels we use, discipline with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. Okay, so let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So, so um, as you can see, not a huge amount last, last uh, sorry, over the course of today to, to have to contend with. Um, we're closing out the, the month uh, and we've only got a couple of sort of remotely significant uh, news events. Um, I just probably just want to take a little step back to just reference a couple of important features uh, in these markets. Um, on Tuesday, we had um, PMI numbers for the services and the, uh, the manufacturing industry in the US. And just to make one observation that those uh, industries are in contraction. So there is concern we're below 50. It means we've got contracting services and, and manufacturing in the US. That's obviously a bit of a concern for the Fed. If you remember the week before, we had negative uh, retail sales numbers, a lot more than expected. So there's definitely a few elements to kind of support the Fed to, to slow down and to um, you know, potentially pivot. This is what all the pivot traders are, are focusing on. Um, and then you compare and contrast that with something like 
uh, where are we, the US, was it Thursday we had the uh, unemployment claims numbers, we got a really strong jobs numbers and uh, advanced GDP is coming in better than expected uh, and we have this uh, really tight uh, jobs market in the US and, and that is inflationary. So the Fed have a little bit of a dilemma on their hands. We've got some indicators that are telling them, right, maybe we should just pause where we're at. We have other sort of indicate, indications that um, they should probably continue their, uh, their, their rate hiking cycle. Now, which will prevail? This is the interesting side. We think that they need to maintain rate hikes for now. Um, certainly, I think we're probably at the 25 basis point rate hike, I think, solidly. So a bit of a slow from the 50 basis point rate hikes and 75s that we, we've been seeing. Um, now we're just slowing down to the 25s, but we think that those are likely to continue over the next few meetings. So very interesting time now for the US um, and core PCE as well coming in in line with expectations. So, you know, there's still an inflation problem. And what they don't want to do is, is pivot too early. So it's a big risk for the Fed to pivot early um, and uh, look to, you know, take their foot off the pedal, uh, especially with inflation up to 6.5. Um, and no, no major sort of moves across the bond markets either. If you look at the 10 year, which is a good sort of indication, really, we still have inverted markets, but um, a little bit more downside potential there, but certainly around that 3.5 level now over the course of the last week. And all of that has been pretty much replicated uh, in, in the price action as well. So let's bring up our, our charts. So, so last week was a particularly kind of choppy trading week um, with, uh, with very questionable um, market fundamentals, um, lack of correlation across the board. So it, 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 you know, our analysis was saying that this is, this is quite a tough uh, trading environment and uh, that proved to be the case. Now, the, this progress to the upside, and we've always maintained, those of you that have been with us the last few weeks, that we, we can potentially look to trade short-term upside. Um, but for us, there is still um, further downside to have to consider. Now, there's a few technical reasons to suggest, right, well, we're only going to sort of be pushing higher from here. But if we just zoom out and we're not so close-minded, um, you'll see that we are in a in a bit of a kind of a short-term sideways moving pattern really since October of last last year what is supporting you know the upside move is the the higher lows and the higher highs um the higher highs and and then we had this little corrective move so we went from this little breakout which became a strong rejection we pulled back uh, into these uh, previous lows. So we drifted sideways for a while. And then it became quite clear that potentially there's a little bit of an upside move here. But we're still within consolidation. And that's the interesting point to all of this. Um, 
the the confirmed breakout or the point at which we would be um, probably shifting our, our our overall bias in these markets was it would be if we get up to sort of 4100 um, 4135 anywhere above that would be above the monthly high would suggest right we're, we're now breaking out of this you see this uh, little descending level in here it's still intact up until probably Thursday or Friday well last Wednesday really I think was the was the deciding point so we did get further upside uh, in line with our expectations but they 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 weren't great moves in, in fact we've we've often we've always said as well that we, we'd be looking for further um we'd be we'd much prefer to sell these markets than buy them so the buy trade is always a, a tough a decision for us the sell trade is a little bit easier just purely because we think that the fed are going to maintain their kind of hawkish view in these markets so further upside again on friday um bit of a sort of a late day move again we pretty much did absolutely nothing for the majority of the trading day we were trading within a sort of a five pip range for the majority and then we had this little move over the course of five hours six hours two for six hours um so not at all um uh, exciting for us uh you know the latter part of the trading day and one of the reasons why we didn't want to get into that is because we would be reluctant to kind of hold it over the weekend especially going into the fomc now on on friday so um nothing on the news front today to any great extent we're getting a pullback um we would like to potentially get into some of these trades if if we could if we break below this level here but we must understand that what whatever decisions we make in these markets that we're making them in in consolidation so um again it's that breakout to the upside or to the downside that would be very definitive at the moment we're trading inside that range and we have to accept you know what the price does between now and then um really choppy trading week last week rollovers to the downside you know really sharp pull you know snap back trades and then pull back off the highs as well uh, before we closed on friday so the nasdaq if you zoom out here's your here's your consolidation and again we were getting inching closer to pushing higher um probably unlikely to get up above that level before this fed uh, rate decision but it may be a decision especially if the fed adopt more of a uh a, a dovish approach to these markets i.e sort of the, the pivot mentality and the narrative around that um so getting the rollover could be probably a, a decent opportunity to maybe even sell uh, these US indices perhaps today and tomorrow going into Wednesday so are we going to get these breaking down that would be the kind of concern and it looks like we are going to get a pullback into the monthly lows in the end um, for the FTSE market the DAX would need a corrective move if it comes back into the monthly highs then there could be opportunities to sell those markets again um, a lot of kind of just sideways moving price action across the Nikkei 
And last but not least, we did see some further upside uh, in Bitcoin. We'd have to be careful because it does want to track and follow um, the the, uh, the indices. That they are sort of more uh, more correlated nowadays. If indices push higher, Bitcoin pushes higher. If indices sell off, Bitcoin will sell off. So we'd expect a bit of a sell off, uh, perhaps this week post um, FOMC. So. Which markets are kind of giving us the, the cleanest opportunities? Well, we can get potentially this break to the downside below um, uh, the Dow Jones, Dow Jones to the downside below uh, Friday's low actually, which is 33,833. Uh, we can have a look at the NASDAQ. Just to take today's the daily low, which is the 12, 12,078. It's less than NASDAQ. Okay, is there anything else? Um, so, and again, we, we, we're just basically going through the same kind of analysis, really. A lot of these markets are in, you know, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14. 15. So we're looking at three weeks of sideways moving pattern in the first three weeks of August, uh, sorry, uh, January. So again, downside moves, upside moves, we're getting close to both, not really getting there just yet. So maybe, you know, it's worth just bearing that in mind. So is there a sell trade just yet? Let, let's hold off for oil. Um, just with this Fed rate decision coming down the line, it's going to be a bit of a volatile period again. So um, with with uh, with gold, with our bias for gold still, you know, pushing higher, we're still in that little phase. We've been in a previous little phase before, so not much sort of continued upside and. Uh, we, we were speaking about Friday's price action. Would we get a close back above the line? We, we, we anticipate that we probably would, and we got kind of close to that, but no, no cigar, so to speak, opened up a little bit higher last night, and then looks like we're going to start selling off. So a break below this level would, would constitute a little bit of a, a, a constructive uh, pullback phase, but we'd be looking to get back in around these sorts of lower levels. Okay, so um, let's let's look at the currencies now. Then, right, um, let's just start. You see, gold. There's a little bit of dollar strength. Let's see if that plays out across the board. A little bit of dollar strength against the euro, uh, against the pound, um, cancelling each other out against the uh, the yen. Dollar strength against the Swiss. Dollar strength against the CAD, against the Aussie, against the New Zealand. So the only one that's sort of um, where the dollar's not really strengthening to any great extent would be the yen. Let's see how the yen's performing with the euro. So it's euro weakness, pound weakness, and uh, dollar and yen strength. 
So that's what we're looking to try and capitalize on. Okay, so with the indices rolling over, we'd expect the dollar to strengthen slightly. So um, uh, it's a case of cherry picking slightly better opportunities. Probably get a corrective move in the Aussie dollar. Yeah, it's uh, it's tight. It's not it's not great quality by any stretch. We've got Friday's lows down here. Do we get an opportunity to get into them a bit earlier? Oh eight fifty. probably have to wait for Thursday and Friday's lows to 23.43. Okay, let's let's take note of the euro dollar. Euro dollar to the downside. Let's take the uh, 108.50 and we'll take the pound as well. Except we'd have to take Thursday and Friday's low to 23.43. One. 2343 just a pound dollar okay um so we've got a bit of a the euro pound kind of cancelling each other out we could add we could add gold to the downside we've broken out of this little upper range it would it would signify some further downside uh, we'd expect a bit of dollar strength so let's put gold in there below the, uh, the, the 1916 level could give us a decent selling trade. Okay, so we just have to bear in mind, you know, these markets are quite nervous at the minute. Um, we don't have much to contend with today from a news-driven perspective today, Monday the 30th. Uh, Tomorrow is obviously the last day of the trading month. A bit of sort of anxiety uh, in these markets playing out across the bond markets, across uh, like we've seen, or, you know, the, the industry markets. Uh, the the commodity markets and also the currency markets as well. So not not the greatest markets to be ultra aggressive. So do bear that in mind. I know we've been talking about it all the time. Um, really an opportunity to trade smaller size and almost take little baby steps at the minute. Uh, these market conditions will change hopefully this week, this week now, uh, post FOMC, it'll be an important trading event. And you'll see the markets hopefully reacting a little bit more aggressively uh, in one direction or the other. And hopefully then we can capitalize at that point. But we're just limited in terms of what we can capitalize on. Uh, again, Friday morning, we were talking about choppy risk on market conditions. That's pretty much exactly what we kind of saw. Our bias was to the upside. The opportunities to the upside were, were pretty poor. And we don't really want to be getting into these trades in the latter part of a Friday evening. And again, if you remember the previous Friday, we had a similar sort of move to the upside. Uh, but as you can see, they kind of failed to stick. So, um, so choppy risk on market conditions. Um, so now we can look for uh, mild, if you just want to just a, a generic summary. 
mild risk off market conditions. Okay, so the market summary is really mild risk-off market conditions as we approach US Fed rate decision. So that, that can pretty much um, let's put a bit of a time frame in there. So short-term selling opportunity so the S&P, oh sorry, now we're looking at the Dow, aren't we? Dow sell uh, below 33833, the NASDAQ. Last week we we're looking for buying opportunities, now we're looking for selling opportunities. That's that below the 12,078 level. Okay. Um, so you're a dollar looking to sell. Again, we're looking for this dollar strength and seeing if there is significant weakness continued the red will look to get into some opportunities um if there isn't we may be forced to back off a little bit you can see which markets we're looking to trade you can see the direction in which we're looking to trade them and you can see the prices in which we're looking to engage with these trades and uh, we do want them to become high probability trading opportunities and not just any random opportunity uh, in these markets. We want the correlations to try and fit a little bit better than what they've been doing over the last uh, week or two. So, so I'll just break this down, guys. We'll switch rooms now. We'll switch over to the live trader. I'm going to post this into the chat box as well. So, um, so today's trade plan. Just to clarify, our market summary is um is mild risk off market conditions meaning we probably won't get a massive corrective move but we probably will get some kind of move um as we approach us fed rate decision on wednesday so that's the important part will we see a hawkish fed or a dovish fed it's going to be as simple as that a dovish fed we'll see indices push higher we'll see the dollar weaken uh, a hawkish fed we'll see the indices roll over to the downside uh we'll we'll also see the um the dollar strengthened quite quite considerably. There is this middle ground as well, which is where the Fed are kind of hawkish nor dovish. And that would be an interesting development for these markets. So we have to be prepared for all eventualities, of course, as traders. Um, but those are certainly the, 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 the context behind these potential market moving news. So as a result, we're looking to sell the Dow Jones industrial average below the 33833 level. 
We're looking to sell the NASDAQ below the 12,078 level. We're looking to sell the euro dollar below the 108.50. We're looking to sell the pound dollar below the 123.43. And we're looking to sell gold below the 1916 level. Great stuff. So listen, um, on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, at least we've got a bit more of a kind of a coherent trading plan to try and implement over the course of the trading day. So any questions, feel free to post them. And uh, we're going to switch rooms now. We're going to we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. And again at 12.45 p.m. UK time. So for more information, just go to thelivetrader.com uh, and happy to, uh, if you need to speak with us through, you can do so through our website and we'll, uh, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be over in our live trade room now in just a, a minute's time. So for everyone here, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.